severe mix-up. This is our hundredth. Oh shoot! This is our hundredth episode. Yay! So welcome, welcome, welcome all to the Bear Mix-Up podcast, where we talk about figuring out our life in our twenties, being first gens, pop culture, and how much we love and miss carnival. Yes. Oh my goodness. This is the last time we're going through this crazy. All right. So in this week's episode, the finale episode, which is our hundredth, we'll be just going through our favorite moments of just this podcast journey, favorite episodes, least favorite episodes, what we've learned. We're playing a couple of games as well. Um, We also obviously have some merch to show you guys too. Um, And yeah, so it'll be a very really really good finale episode i'm excited let's get into it before we get uh, into it mm-hmm. this is also our first recorded video recording yes so make sure you stop by the bear makes up um pod ig page to actually see the live episode yes you can see our lovely faces yes and the merch yes all okay. right okay so song of the week so I thought it'd be great to st- end the way we started with Bear Mix Up Tunes. That's the first playlist that we started um, in our initial episode. And I was actually listening to all of the playlists this entire week. I'm very proud of the playlist that I put together. And I feel like I'm still going to be listening to it even when I'm not doing this anymore. Um, the song of the week that I chose is a song called Everything Good by Farmer Nappy and Teddy Sun John. It is in the soca section of our Bear Mix Up Tunes playlist. Um, of course, if you you know, we have dancehall, reggae, Afro beats and soca in that playlist. We also have other playlists like Bear Mix Up and Chill where it's more R&B, chill vibes. And then we have Bear Mix Up Holiday just in time for Christmas. And so Song of the Week is Everything Good by Farmer Nappy. There you go. Yay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for our 100th game of Tings, we're playing two game of Tings games. We're going to play Finish the Sentence and Read My Lips. So we'll start with Finish the Sentence. And Finish the Sentence is basically creating a story. And everyone is allowed to say at least, you're only allowed to say one word. Mm-hmm. And it's over when you have a complete sentence. I think that's, we've just said it till we have a complete sentence. But it has to be a complete sentence. <laughs> it can't be like, you know. Yeah, it has to make sense. Yeah, so it has to make sense. In some shape or form. Yes. So. Um, I guess I'll start. So the word is one. Day. My. Brother. Saw. A. Lightning. Bolt. Dressed. Like. A. Drag. Man. King. (laughs) Drag king. A lightning. Okay, we, period. Full stop. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll start now. Yeah. Okay. Today, we walked to a <laughs> special, beautiful opening of a store with many different colors on shoes 
that sparkled in the sun. Ah! A whole book right there. We have a lightning drag king and sparkling shoes. Boom. Love that. I love that. Yay. I think we made better this time than the first time we played this. Yeah, the first time was absolutely terrible. Nonsense. Okay. Now my favorite one. Read my lips. Yes, read my lips. So how this game goes, um, we um whoever is speaking, the person who needs to read the lips, they will turn their sound off. So you guys will hear the person who's saying the sentence. And the person with um their sound off has to guess what the person is saying by reading the person's lips. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you want to go first or okay, I can go first. All right, so let me turn my sound off. Okay, my sound is off. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I cannot I hear, hear you. you. Okay. Great. Ready? Okay. Can you do like a one, two, three, so I know? Okay. okay. Cover girl, put that bass in your walk. You're going to get so mad, but you said cover girl, put that bass in your walk. <laughs> How did you guess that? Huh? How did you get... Sorry, am I still oh. on mute? Girl. What you said? How did you guess that? I saw a cover. Oh. So I, yeah. Dang. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Can you hear oh, me? Let me I'm, I'm, I'm about to close my eyes. Like, what is that going to do? Okay. Let okay. me turn this. <laughs> okay. I can't hear you now. Okay. Baby Blue Bell. Baby Blue Pants. No. Baby Blue Bell. Baby Blue Pads. <laughs> no. Baby, baby Blue Pads. Bell. <laughs> baby Blue Bell. Pennies. No. <laughs> okay, one more time. Baby blue. Bell. A box? I don't know. Okay, I give up. What what I'm starting to sound down. What did you say? Bell. Oh. <laughs> I promise you I wasn't gonna think that at all. Let's do one, <laughs> let's do one more each. Let's do one more each. Okay. This is pretty short. Okay. My sound is off. Okay. Trying to think of one. Okay. Montreal has some baddies. Say it again. Montreal has some baddies. What? Say it again. Montreal. Montreal. Has has some some baddies baddies. Okay, girl, you well they use that language. The Montreal some I was like, is that one word? I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't tell if you were saying one word or two words. (laughs) I was thinking about Montreal and the fact that Danielle was saying that everyone was good looking, and I never believed it until I got there. I'm telling y'all this right now so you can look <laughs> me in the eye. 
every single person in that city is beautiful okay mm-hmm. like babies to the elderly all right Crazy. black white it doesn't matter okay mm-hmm. literally everyone looks like a movie star Everybody was like, no, that's not true. Then we went to a restaurant and the cutest guy was like, oh, well, you know, we don't have, we are closing soon. So, da, da, da. and he comes out in the freezing cold with his short sleeve shirt to tell his us tattoos where to go. And his tattoos. He was tall. Mm-hmm. What? And then we went to another place and um, went to like a bar and our waiter, he was, first of all, he was so nice, even though they couldn't serve us food, which we were really upset about, but it was okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was so nice. He was like chocolatey, had a nice beard. Yeah, he did. And the DJ, Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. I listen. I'm just disappointed because that wasn't my first introduction to Montreal. I feel like I want to, re- that was a redo for me. That was a redo. Because <laughs> it was, they were really cute. Very cute. Top tier city. Okay. 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 Um, all right. One, two, three. Spinning circles. Huh? Spinning circles. No. Spinning circles. Mm-hmm. Spinning, spinning circles. Smelly. No. <laughs> spinning. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> Speaking. Spinning. Spelling. Spinning. Splia. Spinning. Split. <laughs> Splee. I give up. What is this one? Spinning circles. Spinning. Spinning. I kept seeing like L, like sp- something L. Uh, no, spinning. Oh, spinning. Okay. <laughs> well, then y'all won, guys. That's what <laughs> Okay, so wow, let's get into our FaceTime segment because the foolishness is our lives. Life is just foolish itself. I don't know if anything big happened, not to my knowledge, so we can keep moving. Balenciaga is apparently putting out porn ads for their campaigns. You are correct. You are correct. Did you see the pictures? Yes. Some things that people were pointing out, I didn't fully understand what the meaning was. And then I mm-hmm. just never, I was supposed to look it up and I never went back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did see the BDSM. I did see the weird, like the reference to that one um, artist. And it was like his paintings were naked children. I don't mm-hmm. understand. I don't understand what's happening. No, I don't. I and someone like how people caught it. Cause they're in the same picture with the BDSM dolls with the kids. There's like a, a, document allegedly of mm-hmm. like a law or something that has to do with child pornography and i'm just like what is what is who's the creative director here who is in charge of this like what is it's very odd it's yeah, very I understand. odd yeah i don't know the only other balenciaga well-esque news i guess would be kanye 
Um, and I don't know if the NDA is up for his employees at Adidas or who work for him at Adidas, but they're coming out experience telling what their experience was working with him. And he would just walk allegedly walk into a meeting room and just turn on porn and said, this is how I want people to feel when they wear my shoes. The way you feel watching this is how I want people to feel when they wear my shoes. And I'm sitting here like, what does that mean? Right? <laughs> what does that mean? Allegedly showing pictures of nudes that Kim would send him, stuff with him and Kim together. It's just very... I'm just surprised it's all coming out now. I'm, I'm assuming that the, because the contract ended and Adidas ended it at, in a certain time frame, the NDA is probably up or no, non-void because it's very strange how it's all coming out right now. Mm-mm. I don't know. Weirdness. Very the weird. Only, the other thing that's weird is um Kelly Rowland and her stance with Chris Brown. I was like, girl, why do you keep doubling down on this? Now, I'm... We all grown up with Chris Brown, absolutely talented, all that stuff. Personally, I would have loved to see him perform the MJ tribute. But what's baffling to me is everyone like, well, Rihanna's over it. I said, did we forget Karuchi? And other women. Did we forget all like all <laughs> the other women between Rihanna and now? Mm-hmm. We forgot. Clearly, we forgot. Mm-hmm. Most definitely forgot. And I think. To me, in those situations, right? Because let's say you want to take the side of, well, I wasn't there, so I can't speak on things. You know, I know him personally. So because I know him personally, I don't want to disperse his name, but I think he's a talented person who deserves to show his talent. If that's the take she wants to take. You, again, you still don't know what was, what happened. You weren't in the room. Mm -hmm. So many things have happened with this guy. So like... Why are you going so hard to to keep defending him to me? I just feel like that's just so weird because you Mm -hmm. weren't in the room. And then like Chris Brown is known for being very disrespectful to dark skinned black women. So I'm like, Kelly, like. You're going super hard for someone. Who if you weren't Kelly Rowland of Destiny's Child, would you even make it into his section? Mm. Would he treat you like you were a human? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And not to say that things should be like, you know, you should treat people only how they how you think they would treat you. I don't mm-hmm. think that's the case. But it's, I just think it's very weird to me. How hard she's she was going. Because I'm like Chris, who is frequently in the news for abusing someone. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's weird to be like, well, we need to forgive. Like people are triggered. There are a lot of people who have been abused. Mm -hmm. They can't just easily forgive someone who resembles the person that hurt them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird, but I I think that I don't know these people at all, but I believe that it's most, it may be, okay. Kelly Rowland is probably friends in some way with Chris Brown. And if not with Chris Brown, with Sierra, who was also supposed to do the tribute with Chris Brown. And so maybe there's a situation like this is my friend. I know them personally. And that's why she's taking this whole stance, because we have to remember, like, they're in the industry together. So I'm sure they've crossed paths. I'm sure they have similar connections. So maybe she is 
his friend. Does that excuse the fact that <laughs> to ignore the way that he's been abusive these past few years? No. But from a friend standpoint, I can see why she would think I defend this person or defend Sierra, whoever she well, she's defending him mainly in order to, for him to perform. And I think overall, the issue that I have with the situation was that if, if he was such a person that should not have been performing, why invite him and then wait three days before the award show to cancel it and then give him the award, like an award for R&B artists. So you're still awarding him, but you're not letting him perform, but you do, Mm -hmm. we were going to let him perform, but then now they're saying the optics or realize the optics would have been bad, but you still gave him an award. So it was just, it's just very strange to me in that way. And I can see how he can be upset by that because I think that Christopher has been trying I would say to just focus on the music and do different things. Like the situation with the colorism, he never outright said that. I think that people in his corner have told us or people who've experienced it told us, but for the most part, everything about him thus far has been about the music and his kids or whatever. And I think he may be feeling like his past will forever cast a shadow. And mm-hmm. it's unfortunate because the way that society is, it, it most likely will cast a shadow, especially if like he hasn't really you know, actually he apologized for Rihanna, but for Karuchi and for everything else since then, he has not <laughs> addressed or apologized for. And so I, that's why I can see the other side of people who are like, no, he is an abuser. Kelly, why are you shushing people in the audience for booing? Like, what are you doing? So it's just weird to me. I also just found it so interesting that literally three days before this, everyone was team Kelly Rowland because of that interview that she had with Peter Rosenberg, where he was like, oh, Aren't you sad that you're not Beyonce? Something like he didn't say that, but that was loosely what he said. And everyone was like, oh, Kelly's always compared to compared to Beyonce, blah, blah, blah. And then literally three days later, not everyone's bashing her. I saw someone post a picture of Destiny's Child and replaced her with um, Farah, which is the most disrespectful thing, because out of all the other Dis- Destiny's Child members, you replace her with Farah. So they, they want to be disrespectful. That's what they wanted to do. And so I just find it interesting how like people just switch so quickly and be so mean. Like, yeah, there was mean things they were saying about her because she was defending him. It was just like, I don't, I don't get it. But and I, yeah, and the Internet is such a weird place. And I think that's why I was like, I don't know why you're going so hard for him, mm-hmm. because the Internet is a weird place. You do not know all the facts. Mm-hmm. So whether you're his friend or not, he has not set himself publicly in a place where you can defend him and be supported in defending him. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. not catch the the dirt that his that defending him carries. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for you to say like at the award show for her to be like, no, like let him get because he's a talented guy. Like. Come on. He yeah, is I'm a talented not guy. People say he's not talented and I disagree. I think he's very talented. First of all, I have heard people say that Trey Song sings better than Chris Brown and I just know that delusion and the devil works hard because no way. Trey. <laughs> I know someone who very, spe- we know someone, okay? You are. It's all I got to say. Very, very, very specific. <laughs> that. And that was my first, that was a first strike with that person because I said no way. But it's, I think, Again, because we're not in the industry, we don't know these people personally. And there's like Mm -hmm. a level. Our moral code is not their moral code in the not even the slightest. I think it's very easy for them to look past things and it's not for us. And because of that, it there has to be a there has to be a level of just not speaking. A level of not speaking. There just has to be a level of not speaking, because at the end of the day, someone like me will never understand 
nor would I ever want to understand because clearly my moral code is different than yours. Mm-hmm. So you just don't have to talk. You don't have to talk. And I said this other day, like, I feel like now celebrities, they're just more, there's more pressure for them to talk to us. And I don't want them to speak. I am tired. I don't want to hear thoughts ever. <laughs> I don't yeah. even want to hear regular people's thoughts. Like, I think we all just need to be a little bit quiet <laughs> as right. we end our, as we're on our podcast right. talking our talking. thoughts. Like, right but still it's just like <laughs> yeah sometimes we just need to reel it in or i mean if you can handle it you can handle it regardless but mm-hmm. it was just very um interesting to me it was especially because kelly comes from the school of beyonce like same i'm sorry to bring up beyonce but hello um the same school of where you don't talk you don't speak on certain things like beyonce has not said a word about nothing like she'll post something on her website or something but very rarely will she like go online and tweet or make a video of her talking about something or talking to tmz like that's something that's just unheard of you can't even find beyonce no for real so (laughs) to me it's just very like it's her and jordan sparks came out too defending him and i'm just like the same jordan sparks that literally took off because i remember when the rihanna thing happened she took off no air off of um like she was taking off one of her special edition album, whatever she took off, no air because he was on the song. So it's just like, if everything is very strange at this point, and I agree with you, I think some things you don't have to say it publicly, um, yeah. especially if it's not going to make a change. Like they were going to hear Kelly Rowland and say, oh, you're right. Maybe we should forgive Chris Brown. Chris, and, and also, sorry, Chris Brown has been forgiven many times before, many, mm-hmm. many times. So mm-hmm. it's not like it's something that's just, he, we've always hated him. Mm-hmm. I don't hate him, but you know, people... The collective, yeah. I've con- I remember the change, and then he got it, something happened again, and so there's a pattern happening with him. Um, and so yeah, I don't get it at all. Um, yeah, was there anything else that happened in pop culture news world? I don't yes. know. Um, the shooting at in Colorado Springs, Colorado, yeah. Um, I can't remember all the details but what i do know is that when the guy came in and started shooting in the club one person grabbed him by his arm and threw him on the ground and yelled at a drag queen to stomp him out it was actually a trans woman who's a trans the person who stomped him out mm-hmm. stomped him out and you see size mug shots yes mm-hmm. yes <laughs> so it's just very annoying. America is a very annoying place. Yeah, I think the reason why I wasn't even seeing that because you heard about the Walmart shooting too, the manager that yes. that shot. And so it's just, I it's an irritating place. Mm-mm. Very irritating place. And just all before Thanksgiving, right? No one can be normal. You just have to be violent all the blinking time. Mm-hmm. But did you see the man's father though? The the guy who shot in the the club Q shooting. His dad the like, interview. Who's a porn star? Like, oh, thank God, my son's not gay because I'm a conservative Republican. Who's a porn Sir, star? You a porn star? <laughs> R, be so fucking for real. Be for real. I don't like. I'm like, what is happening? I have no words. I hate this place. This is the bad place. Sorry, girl. This is the bad place. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess in in and just condolences as well to the people who did lose their lives in the shooting, both shootings, the Walmart shooting and the yeah. Club Q shooting. Because right before the holidays, I hate when people die right before the. Because now it's like forever stained. Like every holiday yeah, is not just a holiday. holiday. It's already hard to lose someone in general during the holidays, but at the same time, yeah, it's tough. Like a lot of grief this year. A lot of strange death and weird stuff happening this year. Um, that makes me a little bit nervous for next year, to be quite honest. Because uh, I feel like 2020 was like the like the start of the end <laughs> in a lot of ways. Um, but yes, anything else? That's all I can, I can think of right now. Um, all right. So let's get into our FaceTime segment for the final time. Bring in the music. The ringtone. Ding, 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 ding. Right. That's another ringtone. Yeah, yeah, it's not, Exactly. So we'll be discussing our favorite moments, least favorite episodes, all of that jazz. So we should start positive with the favorite episode. So Danielle, out of all the hundred episodes that we have done starting in 2020 until now, what were some of your favorites and why? So I think my all-time favorite was the Duppy episode, Duppy season, because that was just mad fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I feel like I learned so much. I asked the stories that I told, I think, mo- no, one of them was a story like my grandfather told me, which led to like a whole bunch of other stories my grandparents were telling me. Um, my great aunt was telling me her stories. And these stories come from St. Vincent and Dominica. So the fact that they've had like these real supernatural experiences was absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was nice because it was like a bonding moment. So I really enjoyed like the research and the effort put into the episode mm-hmm. and the actual like episode. Like some people were like, nah, I had to cut it off because it was a little, it was getting a little creepy. Like <laughs> my mom was like, why you had to add all those sound effects? <laughs> the sound effects you needed to hear the yes. chains okay you needed to Don't hear the chains so um that was a really good episode and then my next favorite episode is the christopher columbus episode great to go my favorite columbus yes <laughs> that joint heavy week yes because that was a moment like <laughs> the audacity of this man the audacity <laughs> To be the king of carnival for what? What is this? The king of carnival. Like, excuse me, Michelle. Excuse me. Like, excuse me, all these Solka pioneers. Here comes your king. This young white man from England, from the ends. Get out of here. And like Nottingham Carnival, which I'm already biased against. Like, no, thank you. No. Thank you. Fans be stunned like up there in freaking bubble jackets, and I'm supposed to be taking this seriously. Get out my face. Nah, nah. That was that was a really good. And that, I think I love that episode because of the um thing you made the promo promo for that because it was literally his face <laughs> on Super Columbus. Shout out to whoever made that meme. Yes, it was a meme. <laughs> Shout out to whoever made that meme because that was top tier comedy. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Any others? You? Okay, that was it. Top two. Uh, yeah, you 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 see here. <laughs> so those are my top two as well. Um, so similar reasons. I love Duppy season because I love Duppy things in general. So I love everything like that. And I also really enjoy. I'm going through. I want to forget the name. This is like a earlier 
episode, like our second episode, but first gen woes. So we talked about our yeah. experiences about being first gens in New York, in Toronto, the similarities that we shared as well um, and differences. I did enjoy that. And then I also like there was one that we did. I um, forget. Yes, it was about black hair and like respectability politics, stuff like that. I think every time I have a favorite episode, it's because the promo was also really cute. So the promo <laughs> for this was really I think this was we it actually went like we got a lot of retweets and stuff like that on Twitter from this specific promo because of the different hairstyles and stuff like that, which brought in a lot of traction. So I enjoyed that episode, too. And also, I will say our book reviews, so like The Vanishing Half, All About Love. I really enjoyed those different different episodes as well so yeah that's basically mm-hmm. my favorite um and shout out to the guests that we've had over the course of these episodes so Shnika and Vanessa Brandon Wint uh Lakea Simone shout out to you guys for taking the time to even be in this zoom call with us right. <laughs> um okay what about some least favorite episodes what are some episodes you're like mm, Okay, so I definitely, yeah, my least favorite episode is definitely tied to the promos, too. Okay. (laughs) I think, yeah, I think if I'm being honest, most episodes kind of, for the most part, they rank the same because it is conversations with my friend, which are always going to be great. Mm -hmm. But um, there were uh, some episodes where I did not like the promo. And I'm just like, because eh. I couldn't think of like nice ways to explain it. I think it was like the Destiny versus Choice one. I don't know. Okay. I hated that promo. Because I hated that promo, I don't like that episode. But I'm pretty sure it was a really good episode. That was the one. I think it's not one you had like Joe Biden and Kamala on it. No, or was that, that was a different, different. different one? Okay. I don't know what that one was. It is just, it, let me see if I can find a picture of it. Okay. Yeah. How about you? Um, I don't know if I have like least favorite episodes, like for, for real, for real. I think like, I wish it wasn't my least favorite, but I wish that our astrology episode was more like in depth, but I think we were, we Mm. were obviously not experts. So we're just going off of what we know, but I wish it was a little bit more like detailed and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I'm skimming, skimming through. I can't think of specific one probably just yeah probably the the that one and there was one where like the sound was really choppy I forgot which one but there was one where like the sound was like crazy bad in the beginning and that was like man because <laughs> we're not, not redoing that we aren't re-recording so that's just what it is so whatever <laughs> one that I think I, I mentally blocked that episode out my mind whichever one that was mm-hmm no thank you but I really did enjoy the the bulk of our episodes honestly and I think that a lot of them too they're not um not all of them are situation specific or like time specific so you could go back and listen to an episode from last year about a certain topic that will still hold space like stuff about boundaries about um making different decisions that was okay yes that was (laughs) what's wrong with that I, I just didn't like it. It just was... I mean, yeah. It's okay. It's nice. But it's like... <laughs> <laughs> it gets the job done. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So, on to us other moments in this podcast journey. By what the way, was, I'm wearing a hat now. She's wearing a hat now, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome the hat. Does he have? Do they have a name? Bubble the Clown. 
Bobo the Clown. Not Bobo. (laughs) Okay. So other parts of the podcast journey, of course, would be moments that you were like either shocked or proud that, you know, just of the podcast or of the podcasting journey in general. What, What would you say would be that woe or proud moment for you during this time? There's many. There's not yeah. one. And okay. I think you could say this. You feel the same way too, Ray. Yeah. Um, the first wow moment is when we announced and so many people were like, yes, I can't wait for this. And I said, why? Like, right. I remember posting that on the page, on my page and I turned my phone off. Like, I, I feel like I, 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 like I just, I couldn't be in the app. I couldn't watch people's reactions. And I mm-hmm. came back and so many people had retweeted, well, repost, re- whatever, mm-hmm. shared it on their stories, commented how excited they were for this thing. And I was just like, y'all, y'all want to hear us talk? Why? Like, mm-hmm why so that was crazy to me that was like the first woe moment and then the second woe moment was like to actually see people because you know people always are like yeah girl i can't wait to support then people were really supporting and i was just like oh y'all gotta chill this is a lot <laughs> right what am i saying what did i say on the episode yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit too much the mm-hmm. pressure is getting worse <laughs> so there was that and then um yeah the next wild moment was like when we hit like 200 listens or um just any interaction you guys had with us was absolutely insane purchasing Mm -hmm. merch taking pictures in merch Mm -hmm. actually wearing merch in public in public Mm -hmm. and not Mm -hmm. like only when we first started selling like Winter comes around and I have friends like Bear Mix Up, what's up? And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, okay, that's crazy. So that was like some of my like wow moments, specifically with like the growth of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Then I have wow moments of like just the production level. Now I have two friends who they know my style of my graphic design style and how terrible it was, how awful it was. And um, I think it's the day. I don't remember what episode it is. It's episode we have it on a crop top and it's people falling down and it's pink. Time keeps on slipping. Okay. That yeah, was yeah. probably the best promo I've ever done. Mm-hmm. And I did that completely from scratch. Like that promo, I remember my friend hit me up and was like, yo, Dale, that's insane. And I was like, thank you. Like ugly <laughs> tears because. Mm-hmm. I used to be so bad at graphic design. Like I was a graphic designer for um, one of our clubs at Andrews called um, BCF. And I was like, BSCF. And I was like, I don't know why they selected me. I was just there to give my ideas for, I I sucked. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. have to pay people to do some of our promos. I don't know why they kept me on. I was terrible. So to have a friend who I used to reach out all the time to do my promos because for that club, for him to reach out to me and say that, um, I've done like, more than a hundred promos because I'll go through different iterations per episode. But and I like most of them, even the one I just showed that I didn't like. That was still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so to take a break from working on design in that way, and then to start back up with a podcast and do so well with all the promos, with the 
the merch, like that was blowing my mind. Cause I was like, wow, I didn't know. Like, do you see this? I created this. Yes. Yes. Like, are you dumb? Are you dumb? It's insane. <laughs> it's insane. So it was a mm-hmm. lot of like, in terms of my own skills, editing the episodes and all these things, it just blew my mind that I could do all of it and be consistent with it. And I was really grateful for my growth in that regard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, How are you? Yeah. I mean, I share the same in the first part, what you're saying about the support that we received in announcing. I often feel like people don't really like know me or like see me. And so seeing that support was very like shocking. I even remember the first time, I think it was, it was even like a promo. It was like Van Jess liked one of our posts and we were like, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I think we posted a picture of them or something yeah, like that on our page and they liked it. Yeah. That was when we had like less than a hundred, I think followers at the time. And so we were really excited about that. Um, and yeah, definitely the support. I would get texts from people saying like, Harry, like this episode or that part was really funny. I think getting compliments on like my humor was nice because I feel like I, I always, you know, I, I can be interesting sometimes. And so I really appreciate like getting support from that. Um, and even just the consistency of doing this weekly or almost weekly was shocking to me. Um, and the fact that we were able to kind of, you guys don't see our, like what we do behind the scenes, but the documents that we come up with, the way we structure the episodes, that takes a lot of work and time. Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes me and Danielle, but, oh, that's an that's episode right there. We can go through it. And sometimes it's like, what are we talking about this week? I don't really know what we're doing this week. I don't know uh, <laughs> what we're talking about. And yeah, so I think or that some episodes we don't even have to really list anything. And then some mm-hmm. episodes we have to have like long ass conversations about to mm-hmm. put together. Yeah. So just the amount of work that we're doing and, and, and for those of you who don't know, like when we started this podcast, it was the middle of the, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, I was still in school and working and doing the internship for my final year. I'm not sure if you were working yet, but I know you moved like you were living in, in Maryland at this time. Right. When we started, I was still in New York. Really? So I was still working. July 2020? Yeah. I looked at like our first recording or something on the thing and it was mm-hmm. in my old bedroom. So I was okay. still in New York. And then I, when I moved to Maryland, I wasn't working. Mm-hmm. So that's when I was here. And yeah. Yeah. So that, I say that to say like, we were in like a very like transitional time in life. Um, very hard. And I think that obviously we had a little bit of extra time because the pandemic, we, you know, everyone's work from home, a lot of things are canceled, yeah, blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. it still was a lot to, to manage. And so I'm just really proud that we we're able to kind of push through and do those things and come up with something that was really interesting and really good that people actually liked. Um, yeah. So that's probably be my, my wow, proud moment. Of course, the merch too. My mom wears her merch all the time. She's like, bear mix up all the time. Um, Shout out to Krista. She'd be wearing, I just, the shirt with our faces on it, I was very apprehensive about. I'm not gonna lie. And to people see, have that shirt, which is so crazy. People have that shirt. I'm just like, why y'all have a shirt with my face on it? Like, that's so crazy. That's Every crazy. time I think about that shirt, I, there's a specific person who has that shirt, and I'm like, you can't say nothing to me because you got a shirt with my face on it. <laughs> you so put your honey in and bought that shirt. Out of all the shirts that we have, like, that one. All the shirts. And like when I created the shirt, it was more so to be like, Ray, this is like 
because that's my favorite photo of Ray and I. So it was like, this is our thing. Like it's a special mm-hmm. shirt for for us. Mm-hmm. But people like the designs. I was like, oh, okay, sure, I'll put it up there. And I did not expect people to buy it. No, I did not expect people to buy it. No, I that nigga got it. To me. Um, even like I got in my little creative directing bag when we did our um, merch, the designs like to do the promo for the merch and with the drinks that we had, those ideas. I was really proud of myself for that, too, because um, I was really good at like putting creative stuff into action. I can think of a thousand a million different things, but to actually put it into like something that is tangible and seen, it's not really my forte. And so it was really cool to see like things I thought in my mind about, oh, I have an idea about this, what it would look like. And then they all can like make it actually a real thing. So that was a proud moment for me as well. Um, And so aside from proud moments, of course, like as people who just started, we're not a professional entertainer, professional radio host. We are just two people, two friends speaking. There are a lot of lessons that are learned in that journey too, of being podcasters and what that looks like, especially the way that podcasting has become now. Because both me and Danielle come from a place where we listen to a lot of podcasts. And so we already had like an idea or an expectation of how things should be. Mm -hmm. And so what are some lessons that you feel you've learned along the way, or maybe some things you'd even do differently? um, If you could. Mm. Um, Okay. So honestly, I think I would take like a speech class before we did this (laughs) because I'm not someone who has ever shied away from public speaking. I have had to give public um, speeches before, Mm -hmm. but it was like something I wrote down or it was something I practiced. While the podcast, you're kind of like riffing unless we're reading a story or telling a story. So there were a lot of times where um, I felt like I was just rambling and I hated that. And then I would listen to the episode when I'm editing and I'm like, shut up, Dale, shut up, shut up, shut up. So moments like that, Mm -hmm. I, I kind of wish I, I did speech, class. speech classes. Okay. Um, yeah, I also don't really like the sound of my voice. So that was weird. But it, I eventually got over it. Girl, how are these lessons that you learned? Like, what is this? <laughs> no, I'm saying like the speech part. Okay. Yeah, like I, I never used to like the sound of my voice. So mm-hmm. I I would cringe. But if I, if, if I were to do this again, mm-hmm. I I saw I learned a lot about like how important it is to speak clearly and fluently and things like that so that Mm -hmm. was really important that was a big lesson to me because I think before I would just in the earlier episodes I would just verbal garbage and I think I still do it sometimes now um but I wasn't as mindful of what I was saying in the earlier days compared to now Mm -hmm. um yes regime so next lesson um I think I, I don't know the importance of time management. I've always known it was important, but just like getting things that you don't want to get done, done and really disciplining yourself to make sure you get it done. So you're not angry with yourself later on. Mm-hmm. I am a major procrastinator. So working with the podcast and doing things because I literally have to, even though like technically if I, if I didn't upload the episode, like 
Ray can get mad, but I'll be like, well, guess what? You do it or something like that. Like no one, there's no real reward for me at the end of this, but I was pushing myself to get the episodes done, get the promos done. Um, when I was doing a lot of social media managing, do the stuff like, so like time management, all of that. Cause I think what would happen, I would get really overwhelmed cause I would leave it to last minute. Mm. So that was like a really, really major lesson for me. And then that kind of like changed my relationship with the processing and the editing of the producing of the podcast. Because mm-hmm. before I used to really, really hate it. I still low-key hate editing, but still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think in terms of like speaking, I definitely understand that. I know I speak very fast. I've been told this my entire life. And usually because I speak because I want to get it over with, <laughs> like, I don't want to mm-hmm. keep talking. So I just say it as fast as I can, but obviously that's not something that you is good. And I think with the work that I do, I've been learning how to talk a bit clearer and, and slower and, and listen a bit more and, and also give like little verbal head nods, like, mm-hmm, uh-huh. So that it's not sounding like Danielle's just talking to herself. Like I try to like mm-hmm. be engaging in that way. Um, so this podcast actually helped me practice not only in this setting, but in my work as well, which is really good. Um, I also learned a lot about like things like this, just because you do something for fun, doesn't mean it's always going to be fun. And mm-hmm. I think there are moments when it didn't feel fun. I was like, I just want to do it. Like I'm very quick of like, oh, like, no, it's fine. I don't want to do it anymore. Or like, oh, um, it's fine. We can just skip for skip for the week or something like that. Um, even if we if the episode is really good. And I think it's because I was thinking like it's starting to feel like work and I already have work. So I don't want to do this if it's going to feel like work. But some things like it can be a mixture of both. Like some days it may feel like work and then you finish to recording the episode. and You're like, wow, I'm glad I did the work. I'm glad I did that research for this topic or I thought about this. I you know how to do this idea because it came out really, really well. Yes, there are times when me and I will talk and it's still a good episode. We're just free balling it. But the moments when we do the research, like when it comes to the crime type of duppy season mm-hmm. or like when I had, when we used to do our the segments, sections. Mm-hmm. the segments is really what I'm talking about. The mental notes section and stuff like that. It, it came out to be really good. And so just letting myself know that just because something isn't always fun in the moment doesn't mean that it doesn't still have a place and because I think I started this because I thought it would be cool and fun and, and interesting to do I had I was disappointed when things didn't always feel that way so just that was probably one of my other my other lessons and then also um I don't know in terms of what I would do differently I think I probably would like learn a bit more about like editing and stuff so that they are on her own even though I feel like I would be I would suck like I feel because I even with the picture posting pictures for the song of the week on the page they all in the beginning would have to tell me girl it's not centered it's not in the center it's not in the middle the picture is not there and so I sometimes I just don't have that skill but maybe if I picked like I learned like maybe took a classic you said I did something where I was able to like do something quick or something that will be helpful um, in that way. Because in the beginning, again, I think there was a time period where Danielle was doing the bulk of the stuff, especially with like the, um, 
like the designs and, and the promo and all that stuff. And she wasn't working at the time or she like she had the time to do it. But then once you got your job and stuff like that, it started to get more heavy. Um, and yeah, I was, when I stopped posting on Instagram. <laughs> right. Exactly. And then I never stopped working. I never stopped being in school or stopped internships. So I was like, I, I don't have the time at all. Part of me wishes that like I, I learned something so I could be like, OK, work is really light this week or whatever is school is done now or I have a break. I can go and do this as well. So, yeah, that'll be my lessons. Yeah, but it's like it's like the practice thing, right? Um, because all of my graphic experience, like I, it was for little clubs and all those things. So I never valued it when I was doing it back in school or like mm-hmm. this few side jobs I had. I was just like, I'm not a graphic designer, and then here I am in this position. And then I, who knew? Like I was very ready. I was more prepared for it than I thought I was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, even editing the episodes, like. I've never used audition before mm-hmm. this, but I, I have prior knowledge with Photoshop and Illustrator and InDesign and Premiere. That sounds like a lot, but they're all very different programs. So, but like I had enough experience with manipulating programs so that I was able to teach myself. And I think now, like moving forward, if you get a new opportunity where you're doing something in this realm i think you'll be more prepared than you think i do you do have an opportunity yeah because my mom is opening i can say this now my mom is opening a center eventually and so she's putting me in charge of the like the social media things mm-hmm. and she's giving it to me because i'm the youngest person that's helping her of course i'm of saying course. her like do you see my social media page does that look cohesive to you like why would you put me in charge to do that yeah if there's a playlist for the center i can do a playlist but like to me it, it so I definitely I agree like I think it, it would be helpful now I can just like see the things that you've done and like pick up on certain things even use the bear mix up page as a example to help me with that in mm-hmm. the future yeah it's like little things you pick because it's a skill mm-hmm. and you're you've been training your eye this entire time mm-hmm. so yeah you're more prepared than you think that's all that to say because I I was really nervous about doing this podcast because like I've done blogs I've done YouTubes and they've always failed mm-hmm. at least in my eyes they've always failed mm-hmm. and I think this is another thing that I'm proud of this is the first time I've done something that's in the realm of social media or whatever this industry is really called and it's felt successful mm-hmm. you know I feel like everything I've done before just wasn't successful because I got really overwhelmed or I just didn't care enough. And well, I shouldn't say I didn't care enough. I did care a lot. Like with the YouTube, I was very stressed out mm-hmm. about the YouTube thing. And I think I stopped because I was just way too stressed about it. Um, but this was like, there are a lot of moments where I didn't want to do this. But then when I when it was done, I felt so proud of what we did. Mm-hmm. And I think um, being in, and this is this is a message to like any career you're in, because nothing is ever going to feel good, right? But when you get um, equal amount of happiness or even more happiness than the sadness, that's when you feel success or feel like it's worth doing. And um, I think that's, that was what was really cool about this episode because, I mean, this podcast, because unlike the YouTubes and stuff, I would get disappointed. Like I was always very disappointed, very disappointed, very disappointed, very disappointed. Well, mm-hmm. while with this, I would get overwhelmed 
but I had little moments of being disappointed. Because mm-hmm. the worth was like sad. The work was satisfying. Mm-hmm. In the end. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think I agree with everything that you said. Um, and I I just always think about like what 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 would have happened if I didn't if we didn't decide to do this like if we didn't have that conversation like because hey, it was a very random conversation which is most conversations with us but like figuring out like you know the podcast like that was such a random idea and it really came from a place of we don't have anything like this and so even though it's ending I say like again the episodes still stand it can stand alone and it's something that we can say like this is here. Mm-hmm. So people can always go back. People can always can find it. And so that just came, a question came to my mind is that if you, someone, you met someone new um, and they want to listen to the podcast, what would be your episode to suggest to them to get them started? Honestly, probably Generation Woes. Okay. First Gen Woes. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good starting point. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's like a really, really good starting point. Honestly, any of like, I was honestly, they could start from the beginning because I think the critique we used to get was that, oh, this feels really random. I think that, I don't think we meant to do it on purpose, but I think it's very true to the foundation of how this episode, how this podcast started. Mm-hmm. And I think to get in a better understanding of, to listen to the podcast is to get a better understanding of us. So I would want, the episodes I feel most authentic to how the conversation, like the conversations we have, mm-hmm. you know, because now it's very structured. Like you guys should be so proud. It's yes. so structured now. <laughs> like, who are we? Sometimes we're under, we're under an hour. Like, this is crazy. Who are we? Mm-hmm. But, and I think even how we talk now outside of the podcast, it's kind of structured too yeah. a little bit. It's weird. Mm-hmm. But um, before, like when I tell you the most random conversations, the most random conversations, mm-hmm. you go through all seasons of emotions. Yeah. The conversations you had. So I think starting off with those episodes would be. Yeah. Good. That's a good pick. First Gen Wolves. I would even say like the, the body image one. That one was like a good one. Because I cry. Yes. Because they're all being vulnerable with us all. It was a good episode. I'm not going to delete that episode. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> so I have it on my, I, say, I saved it. I never deleted it. It's on my, it's on the, my computer. Okay. So, that you and the girlfriend's episode. version? I sure will. Okay. I surely will. Who's going to edit um, out all your breaths in day? <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> that too. I have, I have asthma though. You know, I have asthma. Now the way this, the mics be picking up how you <laughs> I thought I had breath so bad. Like my God, <gasps> like what kind of? I blame DMC. I blame singing in choir. Deep breaths. It's probably another thing we should blame, but you know, this it is what right. it is. Very true. <laughs> it's worth. I have asthma. <laughs> um, very true. Um, I had another question that came to mind. I forgot it, but I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's it will come back to me. I'm drinking a lot of wine, as you guys can see. Um, I'm drinking wine. I think I mentioned the pot, the the playlist, but I am proud of the playlist as well. That's a proud moment for me um, because I love making playlists. I always said I would want to be a DJ if, if I wasn't shy, um, and so that's always been really fun. Um, we did have other plans we'd love to do with this podcast that were never done. Number one being sponsorship. Um, that was a huge goal for us. But who knows? My like, things. I just wanted things. that so bad. It really did, bro. 
or Grace, like someone Caribbean, like someone, you know? Um, and also, like the game of Tings and, and Tings sponsoring bro. us, and we do a game of Tings. Do y'all see the vision? It would have been really lovely, but whatever. And we also <laughs> had the idea to do a party where you want to do a, like a, like a, a party. And, and that party would have been epic. I feel like it's still possible, even if the podcast is done. Probably, but it, no, it honestly would have been epic. Like, yeah. shout out to D. I mean, he don't, I don't think he listens to the podcast, but my friend Daniel, he runs his own little like promotion party planning type of company. Mm-hmm. And he literally, I called him one day and I was like, D, how do you do this? And he gave me the rundown of every single thing. I was like, yo, whenever you're ready, I got the DJ list, I got the bartenders, I got the spots. It's handled. And I was like, oh my God. Mm. <laughs> shout out to you it would have been epic y'all it would have been yeah. epic it would have been epic and i because it would have been like i wanted it to be like this big like brooklyn toronto bashment type of thing mm-hmm. so yeah it would have been nice yes i brought those up just to, just to kind of also point out that there are so many other ideas that have weren't explored but still i feel very like content with what we did do what we were able to put out in general um again going from someone who listens to a lot of podcasts sometimes i'll uh, and it's funny I, I listen to podcasts a bit differently now like i can hear like certain edits that are done like if someone mm-hmm. took out something or even just certain topics that are chosen because what i also love about our podcast i'm going on a tangent is that it's not one of the podcasts that are like oh should a guy pay for dinner today or if you go out who's splitting the bill or like those topics that we see re refreshed and rewashed on Twitter every day. Like we are not one of those podcasts. And I take very, like a lot of pride into that because there's so much that can be like talked about. That's not spoken about in our age group as black women from these different part, different countries, different islands. So much things that we don't hear at all Mm -hmm. um, or very rarely. Um, And so I really appreciate the work that we were able to do that was different from all the podcasts that I've seen or listened to. Um, and I really, really love that as well. I want to make sure I say that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I agree. Okay. Yeah, so just wrapping things up. For like, Do you remember your question? You said you had another question. I don't. So wrapping things up, I don't remember the question. <laughs> so wrapping things up, um, this is the final thought. What are your final thoughts on podcast journey? Anything okay, else you want so to share? My thoughts on any of these things in general is I know people always say like just that like no you really need to just just put yourself out there and just try it because you just never know you literally never know how satisfying it could be you don't know what reward you'll get from it um and there's no way you can necessarily predict it because you can say like say I came into this like I wanted to I want this to be a big podcast and get all these sponsorships and make money we clearly did not do that but I feel very successful like I feel like this podcast was very successful and I felt it was successful from the beginning because of like the level of dopamine I would get from just producing stuff and putting the work out there so I think if you have a passion about something Sorry, my hat's moving. If you're passionate about something and you have an idea of how you can share that with the world, you should do that. And to the people who are trying and they feel like they're not getting the 
um, support because this is something I had to like learn the hard way. Your friends and family, like that's not that's not your target audience. So do not get upset because your friends and your family are not retweeting or reposting every single project that you work on. Like they're not your target audience. So do not look for support from them. Um, and don't take it personally, personal either. But even if those projects that you're working on now, even if you feel like they're failing, you never know where it's going to bring you in life. So if I never started the YouTube and learned how to do all those editing I mean, granted, I, I went to school for architecture, so we're like in this these programs anyways. But still, if I didn't go to YouTube, if I didn't do my own YouTube, if I didn't do my own blog, like I wouldn't be able to create most of, I want to say any of the promos. I wouldn't be able to do the social media managing thing. Um, I wouldn't have been able to edit our stuff. Like there were even ideas like that um, Ray would present to me. I wouldn't be able to do those things. I never had those building blocks. And I think when you think about your journey, life is long and you have to realize that even if it's a, the failure now is not the end of the road. It's just a a landing, it's a jump pad to that next place that you're supposed to be. So that's Mm -hmm. like my wrap up of this podcast. And to our listeners, like really put yourself out there because I feel very, very grateful and happy And I feel successful and I can tell people like I did this thing with my friend and I feel like we did it well because we put our all into it. Mm -hmm. Oh, let me cry. Get it together. I agree. And I've always, I've always been um, like, of the belief that, you know, like things don't have to go on forever. Things don't have to, just because something doesn't meet your expectation or what you thought you want to do, something doesn't mean it wasn't helping in some way. And I, I finally finished the Midnight Library today. I said, I'm going to finish the book before we finish the here. podcast. Get out of here. <laughs> and there is a, there is a, a point in, in there where they talked about like life, like it's like the whole point of life is to live it. And that's the experience is like, yes, you can think about what could be better, what you could have done differently, but you don't have those. All you have is right now. All you have is what you did and what you're going to do. And I think that's so potent with what we did here is it's like, if you would have told me in 2016 that Andrew, when I was graduating, that, oh, you y'all are going to do a podcast, I'm like, no, like, well, first, no, because I'm here listening to the read, I'm to the friends, I'm listening to a big, big podcast. Like I couldn't think about that. So of course, when I started it in my mind, I was like, oh, it'd be really embarrassing if we don't get to that level. That was like one of my first thoughts. Like, oh, like, well, if no one reshares like Danielle said, or no one likes the the episode or messages me about it, that means it's trash. And the answer is no, because again, like there are people who have listened to our podcast that we've never met, we've never seen people all throughout well, the we have world. in freaking Germany, like who are consistent. Was nice, <laughs> like who are consistent, right? No, and so, <laughs> so to me, it's just like it's it's so much bigger than what I can imagine. And if I'm yeah. trusting God, I'm trusting what He's doing with me and with us and with this podcast. I have to trust that just because it doesn't look like that doesn't mean that it wasn't that. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't mean it yeah. wasn't a good thing. And so, I really am grateful for this opportunity. I think it's definitely brought so much gems. Even this again, the segments, preparing for those segments every week, mental notes with Ray, and and having to like that helped me with my work as a practicing therapist as well. And so, and then the podcast, being able to uh, 
podcast. The playlist, being able to show my love for music through that element. Like it's just so many things I'm able to do and showcase that I'm very proud of. And I'm glad that we didn't let this idea or this comparison of what we should be doing, what we what we could be doing, stop us from doing what we're doing. Because yeah. there's still a place. Mm-hmm. There's still a place. And honestly, like reality is when we look at people like I can think of people who are trying to be big now and people be like oh look at them who do they think they are it's so cringy it's always going to feel cringy because you're trying to get to a new place that no one's ever seen you in before and people around you aren't in Mm -hmm. they won't understand it it's going to be cringy to them Mm -hmm. but the more effort you put into it the more work you you put into it you're going to be a new person you're going to be in a new place and be surrounded by people who get it and then the people who didn't get it before are now going to be sad because that's that's just how life works so literally guys put yourself out there and reach for the stars it's my hand <laughs> all right so i think that is a good wrap up for this episode our hundred really had bold of clown yo stay <laughs> on my head sorry finale episode thank you all for listening liking following retweeting whatever you've done to support us we buying we really appreciate it um again thank to the guests that were a part of this as well um yeah just a big thank you oh my gosh and we cannot not say thank you to beffy for creating yes. our sound our intro oh, yes shout out to beffy chief below yes. Chief Villow, Toronto's yes. finest. And yes. also my cousin Brianna for creating yes. the main Bear Mix Up logo. And um yeah, the main Bear Mix yes. Up logo and all the little like Bear Mixy Up thingies. She created all of those things. Yes. So shout out to those people because they they were like legit our first supporters, <laughs> if we're being honest. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, love you guys. My gosh. Amazing. Um, as Danielle said, or show we showed we have merch. So to celebrate our hundredth, so we show them off. So this is our description. This will be this is the phonetic spelling of how to pronounce bear mix up. And then on the back, we have all of the episodes from one to a hundred listed on the back. Danielle, what's on yours? It says hundredth bear mix up in all the right. spiral. And on the back? Nothing. Okay. Okay. And that's all right. <laughs> and I think what what colors is this? Is it just brown? Or is there different colors as well? There's different colors. Okay. So we have different they colors. Have like they both have similar colors, but I think they both have like one uh, more than the other and whatever, whatever. But yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. And don't forget to listen to our playlist. They will still be up and running. I don't know if that y'all has updated the Apple Music parts. I don't think so. But on Spotify, they are updated. <laughs> so <laughs> they are updated. <laughs> By the time you hear this episode, they will be updated. <laughs> Every week, I kid y'all not. I'm like, yeah, nice episode adding, and then I'm like, yo, you have to add episode. You have to add songs. And then I'll look at the amount of songs I need to add. And I said, how did this happen? How? Yes. Okay. Some months going by and you're here like, how did this happen? You record the episode every week. <laughs> yes, Dale. So those who are on Apple Music, it's pending. But on Spotify, the updated the playlist. By the time you hear this episode, by, you're right. it will be updated. You're right. So by the time you hear this, tonight. Tonight, okay. So bear mix up tunes, bear mix up and chill, 
Barry makes up holiday and I will keep those players up forever and ever. I might even still update them just for funsies. So there's that. What about our pages, Danielle, where they can find us? So if you go to um, our Twitter, Bear Mix Up, Bear underscore Mix Up, or mm-hmm. our Instagram, Bear Mix Up Pod, you can click our bios. That's will redirect you to our link tree. And it has all the links for all the playlists and the merch. Mm-hmm. And also where to find like our podcast, which is on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Awesome. All and right. then we'll be up. But yeah. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> and I lastly, I know that y'all is not is not um lovey lovey lovey, but I'm very grateful that I did this podcast with you specifically. I think that it was ordained. Me and Yo have been sitting together and chatting since we've met. There's actually on her oh. YouTube page a video at the end of one of her like a random video of me and her just talking nonsense. I think that was like a precursor to what we yes. were doing today. And so I'm very grateful that I was able to do this with you. <laughs> cry, Raisin, cry, no. cry. No, because I never cried. You only cried this podcast. I'm not going to, I cry when we turn off. When the video goes off, I'll cry That's tonight. That's whack. No, yeah. I'm really grateful. Yeah, I'm really grateful to do this journey with you. This was a lot of fun. And I think it was high reward because. I wasn't doing it by myself. I was doing it with someone I trust. Mm-hmm. So this is great. Okay. I'm so happy. Did I do a picture for the thumbnail or just like we gotta do something so that I can have a thumbnail for the video? So okay, I'm I don't gonna... have one because I'm not drinking till the end of the year, but I got a bottle. Okay. Ready? Okay, perfect. I think that's good enough. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. And you want to do another one just in case? Yeah. Okay, ready? Okay. All right. All right, guys. Well, we'll, I'll edit that out. Okay. Have a good rest of lives. We guys will hear us never. Um, If you guys want to follow us on our individual pages, I'm I'm private, so it's a no for me. Um, But yes, we won't see you guys next time. It's so weird to say. Okay, bye. Bye.